0: Online and on your mobile, from the UK to the world. This is Diverse FM.
1: Hello and welcome. You're listening to Robin and Friends, a podcast featuring highlights from some of our best shows on Diverse FM. It may contain some cheeky chats too, so enjoy.
0: Hello, welcome to the podcast. I'm Robin of Robin and Friends. This is the final episode of the season two. Um, it's, It's fascinating, isn't it? I've been still thinking about doing the first episode just before before the January the first, twenty twenty, having a chat with my um executive producer Phyllis, talking about what's happening in our lives and what could happen in twenty twenty. We didn't We did not even, even realize we could and, and in this situation like this one, like currently the coronavirus outbreak, everyone's locking down at home. We never thought about that. We thought we we're gonna have a happy, fantastic, creative, great twenty twenty. But it's 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 just different. And now we saw so many different um I will say different types of news, but sad news is more than happy news. This is what I feel like I mean, for the first half of 2020. So what do you think? Um, what's your news? P- maybe personal news? Maybe any updates in your life? Careers? Family? Do get in touch with the show if you want to. More than happy to hear from you. But in this episode, we're going to look back at... Um, so again, like the past five months it's in different countries. Well, I, mean, I mean, Cardiff in the UK um my executive producer who will joining me a little bit later phyllis she's in Angola, in africa working there for a few months she's been experiencing different types of life i'm experiencing different types of life so do chat about what's happening in both of the lives in the past few months and a little bit look about if you want to um you know some topics we'll talk about in the show robin and friends join me now on the line is executive producer phyllis hi phyllis hi robin how are you I'm good, thank you. It, it, you don't sound, like, energetic at all. Are you, are you okay? <laughs>
1: I'm okay, I'm okay, I'm fine. Yeah.
0: Thank you. It's our time, isn't it? It's a weird and difficult time for many people. It, it doesn't like... I just said, at leading in, in the intro, saying it's really nothing like we discussed at the beginning of this season. Do you just don't still remember, we talk about our vision of 2020, how we expect some changes happening in, in in this year, at the beginning of this, uh, this season, the first episode, and everything changes so quickly, and now we're ended in locking down. Mm-hmm. You're you are locked down at your home as well, aren't you?
1: Yeah, definitely. Well, we have a high expectation about our 2020, <laughs> but right now, the situation is really terrible.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know, that's... um. That's something you really not expected at all. Uh, so basically, let's start with some some of the experiences you had in Angola, shall we? Um, looking back at the few months you spent there, um, have you ever felt that there were lots of, you know, um, maybe misunderstandings, maybe some difficulties in communicating with either your colleagues, your friends or local people there?
1: Well, with the local people, um, I have an experience I think uh, we, there exists a lot a, a huge difference between the, the, the between us. We, we we Chinese we think we are trying to avoid the troubles of uh, others. We try not to bother others if we can uh, resolve this problem by ourselves. But the local people they they, they, they are trying to ask anyone to help them. They think, oh, I, I'm in a terrible situation. I need your help, and uh, I, but but uh, uh, although I can do it my by myself, I, I still want to ask others to help you because I, uh, you have the uh, capacity to help me, and why not help me? That's a big difference. When I came here, I was uh, experiencing a uh, cultural
0: shock. I think cultural shock is oh. something... Re- it's
1: a huge difference between us.
0: Yeah, I yeah. think the cultural shock is quite quite a realistic thing. I still remember when I um, arrived in the UK, the first thing I feel like it's difficult to understand is that whenever I want to buy a train ticket, I have to... I mean, for example, if you bought it online and you want to you know, get the tickets in the ticket ticket office or on the ticket machine in the train station, you have to present a, the, the bank card that you use to purchase online. I don't don't get it. I think they send me a code. I, what I need to do is just simply typing the code into the machine, and I should be able to get my ticket. And they require that I have to insert the card. That's fine, but why is that happening? And my friends told me that's because they want to verify that you are the person who paid for the tickets. Otherwise, anyone with the code can get the tickets. I said, yeah, sure, that's un- secure, but doesn't make sense. I mean. Not everyone has the code. I mean, that's kind of like culture shock. It's nothing right or wrong. It's just like I don't get the I don't get some of the ways that people are doing things here in this country at first, and then lots of stuff like simple things, cars in the UK running on the left side of the road. That's exactly different from back in China, and till now. Um, I've been staying um, in the UK for six months. I still don't. I I'm not dared to go out and ride a bike on the roads because I I I'm sure I'll be screwed up if we, if I ride a bike on the road. I'll not be following the all the traffic rules because I have no <laughs> idea at all. That's I'm telling you. Phyllis. Uh,
1: right now, are you get used to it?
0: No, I'm still I'm still struggling. Um. My, my mom has asking me because we got free um shared bikes membership um bought by the um, by the university, so if we use the um shared bikes in the city, it's it's actually free for us. But I just no, I'm not trying. I tried once, but I just gave up for from that day. I think it's not for me because I loved riding a bike back in China. When I was, I still remember when I was visiting Chengdu um in twenty eighteen uh, sorry twenty seventeen. I rode a bike. I rode the Douglas bike, and more bike everywhere in the city. And <laughs> I, I didn't even take the buses or two. So just like, you know, riding bikes on the roads, that feeling. But what I'm saying is, in the UK, I feel like if I'm ri- riding bike on, on the roads, it's gonna be a huge problem for me to follow the rules. You know what I'm saying? Follow the rules. It, it's really hard. I'm I'm just being being true to this. I know some people saying you can learn, but um. I'm terrible at learning this kind of traffic rules, so I'm just no, not for now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> me you, meet you. I can't stand you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. So, 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 this it, it is really the cultural shock. Well, lots of stuff around there. Um, but have you heard anything like? I mean, it's not. I'm asking to say something negative, but have you had like some negative experiences that you feel like we need more information, we need more communication, and and that's not just not right.
1: Well. Before this uh, terror period, we mm-hmm. I just experienced uh, one awful experience. Cause uh, when we suspended the the the, the project, our uh, from of our company, um, th- that day, uh, a lot of uh, local people they. Shouted to me because we we, we, are, we I, I were I was in in the in the car uh, of our complex car and yeah. they, they are in another uh bus, uh, uh we uh lead to different direction, from uh, at, at that moment we we were uh, encountered, the lot of local people they shouted at me said Chinese virus you go out of uh, Angola. I was so disappointed and so heartbroken. I think we, we, we came here, we tried to construct your uh, country. We still have a little bit contribution. Why not you just say that? And the trans virus is not uh, uh, I mean, uh, objective, objective mm. uh, uh, view of this whole virus. I don't think that's a fair. So I, um, that at that moment I was so heartbroken.
0: Yeah, it, it is. I, I think
1: mean, there is a, a discrimination about her. Uh,
0: yeah, I think that's the case, isn't it? Or we, I experienced similar things. I, I have never experienced any discrimination until the um the coronavirus outbreak. But after that outbreak, I've been experiencing, like, personally, twice, that people just say something to me which is rude. Just because I I look like Chinese, I look like Asian people. I mean that's my appearance, I can't change it. I don't want to change it at all. But people just come to me and say something really rude about the coronavirus. And I started to realise that situation and I'm thinking oh. about this. I mean certainly ninety-nine point nine percent of people I met in in the UK in this country, I bet you I, I bet the similar situation is happening to you as well. But ninety-nine percent of people I met here are kind, nice and helpful, or at least being respectful—that's that's the basic thing, isn't it? Um, but it just that person who jump up to you, who says something rude to you, who, as I said, shouts at you—these people are, you know, are ruining your personal impression of the whole country. It, it, they might be rude to everyone, but one or two experiences like that will make us feel like less favorable of the country. Is that kind of feeling?
1: Yeah, that's the point. Mm-hmm. It's definitely. I right now I uh, I really I all the time uh, in my work I was trying to be nice to them I, I need to cooperate with them mm-hmm. the because uh, I'm a translator I need to uh, translate their words to the, the the supervisor of this of this project but in, in this process I find that there is a huge difference between the the the, the, the pattern of uh, mind if you say oh you need to uh, finish this i will explain and uh, demonstrate how how to do it you need to know it because most of our local workers they don't know uh they, they don't have a basic knowledge about the construction they just uh, you tell them to how to do it yeah. then, uh, uh, the the our chinese workers they, they try to teach them and if you teach them one thing and uh, another thing is, you think it's a uh, common sense, you don't need to teach them or mention it. But if you ignore this uh, little uh, little thing, then they will make mistake because you you yeah. don't mention it. They just do exactly what you told them, and they will they will not think about another things. So always there is a big, a huge misunderstanding between the Chinese worker and the local worker. The, the, then there will be a conflict. The, the local yeah. worker doesn't, they, they don't like the Chinese worker. They think, oh, they're so arrogant. They they don't understand us. They they, they Their language is poor and we can't communicate with them. Because sometimes the Chinese workers they are trying to communicate with them because they think they yeah, are Portuguese is, uh, it's okay they they can communicate. <laughs> but sometimes the, the local workers are not satisfied with the language and also with their their the attitude. Also, uh, I think it's uh, I'm not saying all uh, or, or the wrong all the fault is the uh, is the local worker. Uh, the Chinese worker also they, they they sometimes they they really have a bad attitude. But I think the 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 big understand misunderstanding is their pattern of thinking and uh, the the cultural thing indeed.
0: Mm-hmm. I yeah I get the point. I mean, there are things involving in situation you just mentioned. There are the cases where, I mean, your your colleagues from China they might have problems with languages. I mean, you learned Portuguese yourself there. Um, you had a little bit uh, knowledge, or well, a lot of of Spanish, but. But you did not systematically learn Portuguese like in the uni, so you spent lots of time learning there. There could be a case that some of your colleagues didn't have enough time, or either didn't want to spend lots of time learning languages, so um, the communicating could be not that effective. So I think that's one point of the conversation. But another thing is, it's really like part of the culture, like how people learn doing their job. As I mentioned, for me, maybe for some, um, they can think, or they will think more. So if you tell them that there is one way to do this stuff, they will think about it, reflect on it, and then do another stuff in a similar way without you telling them, which you may want to say it's common sense that you said that. But for some people, they are really, may, they may just want to earn their living, they are not really into construction, they are not passionate about it, just as a job. So um, they don't want to think about it at all. They want to do only things that you told them. So I think. So I think that's, That's reasonable situation that could happen. That's what I'm saying. Nothing. Who is right? Who is wrong? But the miscommunication is there. It's just definitely misunderstandings and miscommunication there. And I'm not sure. I mean, I think you are pretty much a nice person. You don't really argue or be angry about people at all. I I would say, like I said, no, you're having spending time working together for a couple of years. So I said, no, definitely you're not. You're not the person who are gonna shout or saying something real. You're not. Like them, no. But it's just saying because I think. That's...
1: Yeah, but I've seen. Mm. I've seen some uh, rude, rude um, colleagues. Uh, in the actual I have to admit that that mm. that's a fact because yeah, it, it's ex uh, widely in in the foreign companies in Angola because you uh, i think there is a, a the amount, it, 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 there is a, a fact it, it, that exists in, in the history uh, like the uh, colonial colonial history the the, the slave history some uh, uh, foreigners including chinese they still, the, the older generation they still have a, a stereotype about this slavery impression They think Oh, they, they uh, have banned, They, they, and um, right now, I, I mean, in the in the perspective of uh, some uh, Chinese and foreign foreigners, they think they, they don't think they don't have uh, uh, the basic respect for the local people. That's mm-hmm. a fact.
0: Mm. And that's 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 a problem, isn't it? I mean, working in a different country or studying in a different country, like I am doing at the moment, means that we need to learn their culture and their way of thinking. I'm not saying that, I mean, make a judgment saying that your colleague's wrong by saying anything that is, you know, not something very nice. Obviously, they could say something which is not very nice, as long as it's respectful. Because there was sometimes there need to be some um, correction or teaching or judging. Sometimes there has to be something related to the work. So I totally get that point. What I'm saying is, I experienced more about this and I start to realize it's more about we learning their culture, we learning their thinking patterns, but also trying to communicate and let them understand how we think about it. So I think that's more important than, you know, argue. Because I just, I mean, I argue with people when doing the um, the group work in uni and it doesn't go well. (laughs) It it doesn't go well at all. It's just like everyone is feeling unhappy and then... We achieved nothing in that conversation. So I, I I totally get the point you mentioned. That's pretty much the case. Um, mm-hmm. moving on from the miscommunication, the misunderstandings. Did you have, like, some great experience there, or anything that you felt is positive in the past few months?
1: When I came there, just just for for a month, I my 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 language is not so good, and most of the time I couldn't understand what what they are talking about. And I, I remembered when I uh, go shopping when I went shopping uh, at a very big uh, supermarket and I wanted to buy ball but I don't know how to say it and then there was a, a local local people they, they just trying to be nice to me and they say hi what do I need what can I help you and I said I need something like that I, 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 I Make, make uh, I use my body language to <laughs> try to make them understand me. And then uh, she directly uh, laid me to that uh, shelf, and then I get it. So uh, uh, and the first time, I was so thankful to her. I think she was trying to be uh, nice and be useful and to do his job. Uh, his, uh, she's done a well job, and uh, I was so satisfied with, his, with her uh, service with her job and i think that's a good experience yeah how about you do you yeah. have
0: any experiences? yeah similar things happen as well i um uh, when i first arrived in the uk in the first few weeks i i have to go around um to do a lot of stuff for example registration in the police office and um to get some basic uh you know basic stuff from the supermarket to buy things to get um my school registration and to get familiar with the city, um I I did go, go to many places and well just still within Cardiff and got lots of people kindly speaking to me, help me and tell me something that I um I have never had any idea before. When I was doing the news as part of my production day in this term I think in January and February, I got people helping me um lovely coffee coffee shop owner who told me a lot about the new story they want to do and kind people who are happy to be uh, interviewed by us in the um, in the airport in the many places so I think as I said like ninety nine percent of people even ninety nine point nine percent are just stayed in that way I met are really kind and nice and helpful. Um, so I, I really think the miscom- miscommunication, Misunderstanding should be. I mean, we can't really resolve it totally, but we can try to reduce that kind of stuff happening in your daily life, um, and that will help. Like both sides, maybe the British people and the Chinese people, like Angular people, and your and your colleagues as well, to be nice to each other, to be kind, and to work together as a team. I think that's more important, though. Um just want want to wrap up this season. So this is because this is the final mm-hmm. episode of season two. And it will be a while since the season three coming back. I just want to ask you, what's your prediction of what's gonna happen in May, June, or even July? Are you positive about about the situation? Positive about the future, uh, or your job, or anything like that in, in Angola?
1: Well, I think in Angola right now the situation, the official language, the the, the official uh, information we, we can we can get is not well not. We don't think it's reliable because you know the the medical resources uh, insufficient and the the, the medical um, healthcare uh, staff uh, they're all not in, uh, sufficient. So uh, uh, totally, we don't think we can end this situation mm-hmm. in a very short time. It may delay to uh, July or August. We don't. We don't. It, it all can be. It has the possibility to. Uh, this 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 period can prolong to July or August. We don't have a very positive view about this situation. Mm. How's how's the situation in Britain?
0: I don't know. I I feel like this is gonna. Of course, this is gonna improve. This is gonna get better. Um. The number has been dropping in terms of the death number or the the um the confirmed cases the 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 increasing speed has been dropping so it's it's not that i mean depressing I would say as i also was feeling about the situation like a few days ago but the situation isn't that very positive to me personally 'cause i'm I'm not just living here I'm studying I need to do my project for my graduation, I need to try to find a job I need to speak to people for ...for sort the of news reporting, I need to find a place to stay, I need to manage my financial um, budget, and um, and it got a life, and that's it. It's it's not just about living here um, and doing nothing. So I think it's there's still lots of challenging times there, I mean, I need to figure out a lot of stuff in my life... ...and I have no idea where I'm going to be in the next few months, maybe when the third season of podcast returns... Am um, I might be in another city in the UK working or am I still trying to find a job or oh, I may just come back to China which is fine but I want to do something in the UK if possible first. So um yeah, I think it's quite challenging. I don't have any like positive feelings, but it it might be positive, it might be negative, it might be just nothing happening as the same. So I i but I'm pretty much looking forward to the next few months. I hope if there is an a possibility for me to do something. I will definitely take the possibility and try to do something good.
1: Well, that's a huge challenge, but I think you can handle it well. Oh, thank you. And then that's all you can do. Yeah, you kind of good luck too.
0: are very kind. <laughs> I, I, I really, you're really, really kind to me. Um, right. So that's it for this season. That's it for this episode. Um, just one quick question to you: Are you happy to come back? Um, yeah. come back on the first episode of season three?
1: Definitely. I was so happy because, you know, oh, we are all uh, in a different continent and we have different jobs. Uh, your job is to learn. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, and we have different jobs and we have we have different things to do. And uh, right now we can communicate by the Internet and we can share our own uh, experience and our uh, own story. I think that's fantastic. I'm and, always thanks. happy and always uh, pleased to uh uh, do to do join your show,
0: and that's great. I'm <laughs> happy to hear that. Thank you, Phyllis. Um, I still remember the time we've been doing the um online live shows back in the uni. Um, we got the classroom, we do the show together, we ha- we shared a microphone. That microphone is still here with me in the UK. I brought it brought it here from China. Um, and now we're do- we're yeah. we're doing the podcast. We started in June 2019. And you have been like the huge part of season one, and we we finish the season one in November. We start the season two in January, and now we are uh, at the end of season two. We'll take a few months off. Um. Just like a quick break. And then we we'll, we may come back later this year for season three. I just feel like times, it's like time flies and we're still doing great. We're chatting, we're communicating, even though we're in totally different places. I'm happy about that. And I sh- surely will get, uh, get you back on the season three podcast when I'm starting to recording all that kind of stuff. But um but thank you so much for your time, Phyllis. Thank you so much for all the time you spend with the show and your support and everything. And um I, I truly wish you well.
1: Yeah, thank you. The same to you. This is a podcast
0: from Diverse FI. That's what really I'm talking about. Um, misunderstandings and, you know, miscommunication in life. And a little bit, you know, expectation. A little bit prediction for what's, ha- what's happening in the next few months. Um, that's it for the season two of the podcast. Many thanks to you. If you have been listening, following all these things on social media as well, uh, you can find us on on twitter at devil7 on there or you can find us on weibo at devil if you want to be my guest if you want to uh, contribute to any ideas you want to talk about um, send us an email anytime you'd like to devil at foxmail.com in the meantime thank you so much for all the support you showed in the past few months and all this kind of you know listening figures I saw that you are listening to the podcast you've been um, sending me some feedbacks. I'm happy about that I hope you will keep listening to some of the other shows I've been doing at the moment but I promise you the season 3 of the podcast will be back sometime later this year i promise you, that will be that will be the case and the first in the first episode of season 3 i will surely get Phyllis back on the show to have a chat of what's happening in your life in the past few weeks right that's it for this episode thank you so much for listening until next time bye bye
1: thanks for listening to find out more check out our website diversefm.weebly.com or email Diverse.fm at foxmail.com Until next time,
0: this is Diverse FM.